You're listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, episode 286. Hey there, you amazing human, and welcome to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, the podcast that is designed for female entrepreneurs who want to make more money in a way that is in alignment for them. If you're looking for practical advice, proven strategies, and expert insights to help you navigate the challenges of growing your business, then you've come to the right place. Welcome, my friend. I am your host, Angela Henderson, a proud Canadian living in beautiful Australia, and I'm a business coach, consultant, and strategist who has helped thousands of women around the world build successful businesses. Through solo episodes and interviews with successful business owners, industry experts, and thought leaders, you'll get insider insights into what it takes to succeed in today's digital age. Whether you're struggling to scale your business, looking for ways to boost your productivity, or seeking ways to overcome the challenges of being an entrepreneur, this show has everything you need to succeed and more. So subscribe, pop your headphones on, and get ready to creating the business and life you deserve today by allowing the Angela Henderson Online Business Show help you create a winning strategy, develop the right mindset, and build lasting wealth. Well, hey there, you amazing human and welcome, welcome back to another awesome episode of the Angela Anderson Online Disney Show. Today, I'm bringing on the amazing Deanna Notice from Notice & Co. She is one of the leading active campaign specialists here in Australia and is making her way international. She works with amazing brands throughout the world to help people with their CRMs, their overall funnels, their copy, their nurture sequences, and anything in between. She is an absolute weapon. And what I love about Deanna is the entrepreneur breakthrough that she's had in the last 12 months. She's gone from $8,000 per month, which is an amazing number. But for Deanna, she really wanted to up the game. She wanted to be able to buy a house. She was getting married. She was going to Mexico for her honeymoon. There's all these things that she wanted. And obviously, money was one of those things that was going to allow her to have the freedom, the flexibility, and the lifestyle that she wants. And she's gone from $8,000 months to now consistent $20,000 months in just 12 months. And I'm bringing her on so that she can share with you what that journey has looked like for her. So often I get asked on discovery calls, Angela, what does it look like? What does it mean to work with a business coach? How do I get there? What were the next steps? Um, Do other people go through the same thing that I do? What were they struggling with before they started working with a coach? And all these things and in between. And so I wanted to bring on Deanna, who is similar to some of you listening right now, understanding that you're trying to hit, you know, break through that 10K month. 15k 20k and so on and so she's going to come on the podcast today and share with you an array of knowledge that will allow you a little bit of behind the scenes a little bit of background a little bit of hope too a little bit of understanding a little bit of compassion and just a little bit of awesomeness so get ready and sit back for an amazing episode with Deanna Notice where we're going to talk about her entrepreneurial breakthrough from 8k to 20k months um, in her role as an active campaign campaign specialist kicking ass now let's get into today's show. Hey, 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 welcome to the show, Deanna. Hi, Anne. Thanks for having me. 
Oh my goodness, I'm super excited to be here with you today because not only are you an amazing human, but you're doing amazing things specifically in the active campaign space. And it is just, it blows my mind away how awesome you are in your skill set, how awesome you are at creating funnels and just your overall awesomeness. So I'm thrilled to have you today talking on the podcast about your entrepreneurial breakthrough that you've had in the last kind of 18 months, going from 8K months all the way through now to consistent 20K months. So I'm excited to get started. But before we do, I always like to ask my guests a fun question so that my audience gets to know you a little bit more. I know you traveled to Mexico for your honeymoon. Uh, I was very jealous as I watched the photos come through. So I'm curious to know, what was your all-time favorite part of Mexico and why? So I'm going to expose myself as a massive nerd. (laughs) I found going to the historic sites absolutely wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, civilizations that were in place like hundreds of years before Christ. Mm-hmm. And there's a full city that's just been completely unveiled. Mm-hmm. I think we probably went to three different ancient cities. And by mm-hmm. the end, my new husband was like, do you reckon we've seen enough of these? <laughs> but honestly, I thought, it was, I thought it was absolutely fascinating. I thought it was crazy how overgrown it became so it looked like a hill and they started pulling it down and they're like hang on a minute there's an entire city here and um, I always find it really humbling when you realize that your time on this planet is tiny compared to how long humans have been doing this stuff because 100 and that's the thing is because we just get in our own isolated bubble and we do do you know I mean think about us and us only and that we are do you know I mean the most sophisticated people or whatever but some of the stuff that these cultures around the world had to endure, do you know what I mean, with no technology, minimal tools, and yet they still had functioning societies, right? It's mind-blowing. Absolutely. I agree. I have to also mention the margaritas. They are sublime. <laughs> yes. I mean, I grew up in, obviously, I'm from Canada, but I did grow up down in Albuquerque, New Mexico, which sits on the border of Mexico. And when we would go down to Mexico, yes, the margaritas, there's a definite, do you know what I mean, uh, precise uh calculation I find that theirs just tastes better with everything do you know what I mean and there's just also the bright colors of Mexico I absolutely adore and I don't know about you but just being in another country um that exciting part that gets you like um out of your bubble out of your comfort zone and also just allows you opportunity to get your creative juices flowing but not in a forced way they naturally just come so I love travel now for my audience they might not know about you they might not know about the amazing Deanna active campaign specialist so I'd love for you in a snapshot to explain to the audience a little bit about your business Absolutely. So Notice & Co is a marketing consultancy and we help people unlock marketing automation with ActiveCampaign. So I'm a certified ActiveCampaign consultant. I've been using the platform for six years. I started Notice & Co because I realized just how many people don't understand Mm ActiveCampaign. They struggle with data segmentation. They don't know how to create automations. They don't know how to write good email copy. Mm-hmm. I wanted to help businesses to improve their efficiency, save time and make more money. And all of those things can be done with Active Campaign. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of business owners who want to move away from traditional email marketing platforms like MailChimp mm-hmm. and use something that's more powerful, that's more robust. And Active Campaign is one of those softwares. And mm-hmm. um, it will help businesses to increase their conversion rates but if you don't know what you're doing navigating the platform can be a challenge Mm. so in terms of my services I help people with account setup 
migration from other platforms, creating emails and funnels. And I also have a course that you can use to help you get started. I love it. And the thing is, is that you have, you've you've touched upon something that I think is, there's a lot of people, regardless of what platform you're going to use, they're, they're not efficient. And what happens is, is then people think that email marketing isn't working, that their funnels aren't working, when actually a lot of times it's the person who's using the platform that doesn't know what they're doing, because it's just not our natural zone of genius to be able to know the ins and outs of a platform that is going to help us to make more money. And active campaign does do that, but you need to set it up correctly, just like you would any other platform. And you need to be able to track your data, just like any other platform. But what I love specifically, because I also use active campaign, is that it does help me be more efficient. Data doesn't lie. So it's very easy for me to look at my numbers and see where we need to, you know, change things up. Um, whereas I used to be on, was it Mad Mimi? I think it was called. I haven't even heard about the Mad Mimi and MailChimp. And what I often see businesses do is they'll start with a lower costing quote unquote platform because that's all they quote unquote can afford. Side note, I call bullshit because if you can drink, do you know what I mean? buy dresses, go shopping, do whatever. You can afford a good freaking platform like Active Campaign. And what happens there, Deanna, is, is then they go on these cheaper platforms, but then they outgrow those platforms and they've all got all their funnels set up on these cheaper platforms. So when they do need to move over to something like Active Campaign, they're pretty much the amount of money they have to spend to migrate something over and the time and the tears that go with it is crazy. What are your thoughts about going cheaper to start with? Absolutely. I see so many horror stories. And I would probably say that I spend about 30% of my time undoing mistakes that happen when people have tried to migrate from another platform. So often what will happen is they realize that the platform that they're using isn't working for them anymore. They hear about Active Campaign. It's in their price range. It's a scalable software that they'll be able to stick with for life. And they say, yep, I want that. They buy Active Campaign and then probably say to a VA, just move everything over. Yes. Just just pick up what we've got in MailChimp and just rebuild it in Active Campaign. And if you don't understand the nuances on how the platforms are different and how um the back end system works, you can't actually just pick up from one software and throw mm-hmm. it into another. So they they do that. They they replicate it. Quite often I see active campaign accounts with 50 lists. They create a list for every webinar they've ever run, which is okay in platforms like Clavio, but mm-hmm. doesn't work in Active Campaign. Mm-hmm. Then they start to have issues. Maybe they're sending emails to the wrong people. Maybe they don't know where their customers are. They've kind of got a bit of a soup scenario. Mm-hmm. And I have to come in and, and fix that. And it can be expensive. Sometimes I have to literally strip the platform bare. Mm-hmm. and start again and mm-hmm. um, so I would definitely say if you can afford to use a platform that you're going to stick with for life mm-hmm. it makes sense yeah, and 100%. It, makes and it might cost you a little bit more in the beginning but what it's going to cost you in the long term it's I can't tell you because when I had to switch platforms it was like a three thousand dollar dinamine USD to get everything over, and then I actually just ended up not even putting a lot of my funnels back in place. And there were so many tears that were involved, and it was unnecessary. But again, we don't know what we don't know when we first start out in business. Now, active campaign, I could geek out with this dinamine for a very long time because it's just such an efficient platform. And again, it's helped me to make hundreds of thousands of dollars over the time. But today, we're going to talk about your entrepreneur journey, and it has been an absolute delight watching you, do you know what I mean? 
from the beginning. Do you know what I mean? All it's like, again, you were learning to walk. Do you know what I mean? And now you're running like a motherfucker. All right. So I love it. So tell the listeners a little bit about how did you decide to work with me? How did you hear about me? And what were some of the challenges that you were facing at the time before you hired me as a coach? So I had just completed my first year in business and I count my first year in business as I do not have any other job. I'm doing this for real. Uh The start of my entrepreneurial journey was fairly unplanned. So Mm. the first year was really proof of concept. Mm. I knew that there were thousands of businesses in Australia and throughout the world that needed help with their active campaigns. Mm. And I knew that people were in need of my service. But that was all that I knew. So Mm. in my first year, I really did have ups and downs. I had great months and I had not so great months. Mm. I was getting all of my leads on Upwork. And so I had zero consistency. Mm. I had weeks when I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so busy. And Mm. then I had weeks where I had crickets in my Mm. inbox. Mm -hmm. Because of that, I was then undercharging. I had imposter syndrome. I was desperate to win work. Mm. I was hustling and I thought that hustling was a good thing but Mm. underlying feeling was probably panic Uh I knew that I needed a strategy to push the business forward I knew that I would remain stagnant if I didn't choose to do something different Mm. and I wanted to help as many businesses as possible with their active campaign accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends had actually been to one of your retreats and she recommended that I speak with you. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bit like, oh, this is getting a little bit too serious. So I signed up for one of your free sessions. I think it was um, kind of how to take your business to six figures. Mm-hmm. And I listened to that and I was like, okay, okay, this woman, she's I think she sounds like she knows what's going on. Mm. Um, And then from there, I booked a discovery call. We had some time one-on-one and the rest is history. And the rest is history. And yes, I remember when you came on board, like I was so, when I heard your story on our discovery call and you're like, yeah, you know, I've been able to make a pretty successful business already with Upwork. And I was like, yes, she's already done like the nitty gritty. Do you know what I mean? She knew what it was like. But what I also loved is that like, you, you knew that what got you where you were wasn't going to get you to where you wanted to go. You couldn't keep hustling at the pace that you were hustling, right? And again, I think we all go in a bit of hustle when we first start on business. I think it's almost like a rite of passage, though I don't wish that on every anyone. I think we all have lessons that we learn when we first start. But when you finally made the jump, right, uh, what made you, what was like when on that discovery call or after speaking with your friend, what made you take the jump or make the shift to investing in, in your business, but also like yourself, because you had to believe that investing in yourself was the right thing for you. Like there had to be some internal dialogue also. Uh, and what was it with me versus other programs? Like, was there any differentiator factors? Was there, I don't know, like, what did that look like for you when it actually came down to making that final decision? I think it was seeing the potential of what was possible. I And you just mentioned it. I knew that I could repeat my first year in business over and over at that same level, but that wasn't enough for me. And that wasn't going to give me the life that I knew that I wanted. Mm. And in my discovery call, you identified quite easily some issues with my pricing structure. Uh-huh. And you gave me a solution on the spot to a challenge that I had been battling for months. Mm. And I think 
having that conversation with you made me realize that business didn't actually have to be hard. Mm. That if I worked with someone that would give me the direction, I could actually achieve more and stress less. Mm. I knew how to help people with their active campaign accounts, but I didn't really know where to find those people, Mm. what my service offerings really should look like, how Mm. I should market myself despite having a marketing degree. Mm. Um, Once I had invested in you and spent that money I also then was open to investing in other things like my new website I think that I had a belief prior to working with you that I had to be sitting on a packet of cash Mm. just in case what Mm. if I fail I need I can't invest that money in myself I can't invest that money in a business coach Mm. or a shiny new website because Mm. I need to have that money in case I don't get any clients next Mm. month Mm-hmm. And it was that whole mentality that I realized was actually sabotaging me. And mm-hmm. it, well, what if, what if I invest that money, I can make more money mm-hmm. instead of holding on to two, three months salary out of a fear that everything was going to shut down overnight. Mm-hmm. And for, so let's talk a little bit about that. Cause when you came in, as you know, as I don't do cookie cutter, I create personalized strategies for you, but I don't just look at the strategy. I also look at the inner dialogue that people are having self-sabotage, you know, et cetera. So, and when you came in, you know, I mean, there was a little bit of running from a place of scarcity, even doing you know, over the last couple of months, I'll have to remind you once in a while, even though you've strengthened that muscle, do you know what I mean? We all still are like, okay, but what if, right? We all have a little bit of that, that still will creep in. How important have, have you felt, do you know what I mean, that when working with me that I've also pushed you to look at some of your self-sabotaging behaviors, pushed you to look at things a little bit more internal and how how has that internal work also led to you getting to 20K months? Oh, it's been absolutely huge. Sometimes you don't even know what you don't know. So mm-hmm. I had outdated money stories from working class parents, love them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you have to work hard to have money. If Uh you don't work hard, when you get money, you need to save it. Those kind of beliefs. Mm -hmm. I My road to business, I was made redundant in my job during COVID. I was working as a marketing director in an events company. Mm -hmm. And I lost everything. And with that, I thought, oh, my gosh, I don't have an identity outside Mm -hmm. of my full-time job. So I was I was coming from a place where I had harbored a lot of thoughts, things that I told myself in that first year mm-hmm. that actually were going to stop me from breaking through. And mm-hmm. um, so I was holding on to little pockets of cash. I was trying not to take risks because mm-hmm. if I take a risk, I might fail. And if I fail, I'm not going to have a job again. And when I didn't have a job again, I felt like I wasn't contributing mm-hmm. and Actually, all of the inner work for me has been as significant mm-hmm. as strategy. And even if I got the strategy, I was fully capable of self-sabotaging myself, mm-hmm. even with good business advice. I needed I needed to relearn a lot of things about, about mindset, especially in terms of, of how to run a business. Now, we'll talk a little bit more. Even up until recently, in the last couple of months, something came up for us on one of our hot seat calls where it was around, um, what the heck are we? We were talking about, oh, you came to me and you're like, Ange, I've got all these new ideas. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And I was like, Deanna, stop. 
right? You've got everything you need and we need you to execute what you've already started. I said, I don't want you to not be creative because we want you to be creative and think of new things, but are you creating things to just continue to self-sabotage or do you really need to create these things because your clients need it? And you're like, okay, that's all I need to hear, right? You're like, okay, you've called me on it. Now, how, how do you feel when a coach do you mean, can call you on things? Because sometimes people can get scared. Oh, are you mean, and do you know what I mean? Are you tough? I'm tough, but I do it with love. What are your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. Your zero BS approach has been a guiding light. There have been so many times where I've been distracted and so I self-sabotage. I see something that looks cool that another business owner is doing. And so I completely down tools of what I'm working on, what I'm supposed to be working on in pursuit of what I saw someone that I've never met do. Mm. I think having you as a sounding board and knowing that I'm going to get an honest answer Mm. means that I don't have to overthink. Mm. I'm not really having to guess. I like that if I have an idea and it sucks, you're probably going to tell me you don't think it's the best thing for me to do right now, but you'll also try and get me to the why of why I want to do that thing. Mm-hmm. And often the why is not because I think this is going to help me to help more people with their active campaign accounts and grow my business revenue uh, specifically. Mm-hmm. It's usually, it would be cool. It would be fun. It would make me feel good about myself. And Mm. knowing you've probably saved me from wandering off into paths Mm. and kept me on the straight and narrow Mm. of the plan of what I'm actually supposed to be doing to grow this business. Attention, women in business, get ready to ignite your success and elevate your game. Join me for an exclusive three-day Women in Business conference from October 31st to November 2nd at the breathtaking Gold Coast, Australia. Designed exclusively for online business owners, service-based business owners, coaches, consultants, and course creators. What to expect at this amazing three-day Women in Business conference? Expect an immersive experience filled with fun, empowering keynote speakers, interactive workshops, networking opportunities with other successful business owners, Gain valuable insights, forge meaningful connections, and leave inspired to take your business to new heights. 12 speakers have already been announced, with five more speakers being announced shortly. We have Steph Taylor joining us, Anita Seek joining us, Lisa Cordiff joining us, and not to mention Manny from Sound Healing Australia, who will be there for the most magical sound healing experience ever. You do not want to miss the event of the year for women in business. To secure your ticket, head to AngelaHenderson.com.au today. Yeah, because I just know sometimes people are like, oh, how much of it is, you know, when you work with me, people say how much of it is consulting, how much of it is coaching, and how much of it is tough love. And I think, again, the angle or approach that I take is it's a combination of all. Sometimes you just need me to go, and what's the best way to do this funnel? Do this, 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 and this. Other times I have to ask you a whole bunch of questions because you already know the answer inside. So I want you, when I work with clients such as yourself, is I want you to be able to gain those muscles and insights. So when you stop working with me, because you don't ever want to work with me forever, but when you stop working with me, you've got those tools 
to ask yourself those questions to go, do I really want to do this? Am I in alignment? Is this easy? Is this light? Am I distracted? Am I doing this because of ego? And I ask certain questions at times, but then other times, you know what I mean? I'm also there just to give you a hug. Do you know what I mean? Like you just, like you said, I just, I just need to run this past you. I'll be like, Hey, sending you much love. And that's it. Do you know? So I think it's like this, this blend of being able to meet the clients where they're at, I think is super important. And sometimes it is advice. Other times it's love. Other times it's like a no BS approach, but it's about what works for the client. And that's my next, next question is, do you feel when you work with me that you've got a personalized tailored approach or has it just been generic cookie cutter? Because this is a big thing that people worry about when they want to work with a business consultant or coach. Definitely personalized. I think you, I don't know actually how you manage to hold space for all of us. Mm. If I say, remember that time there was this client and she said this to me, you're like, oh, yep, yep, I remember that. Or when I said to you, oh, this is what I'm thinking in terms of my pricing or my packages. You think about me as a person because you get to know me and Mm. then you think about my business. You think about the capability that I have both in terms of, you know, I don't really like to work weekends because I like to go bowling with my husband or my team is a lean team of of only three and I I you could if you had a cookie cutter approach you could suggest something that would work for somebody else with a team of 20 it wouldn't work for me and and my team of three and I've really felt like you've understood my business and you've thought not just about my business but also about me as a person as well Mm-hmm. No, I love it. And has there been a favorite part of working with me as your business consultant? Um, one, two things. One, I kind of touched on earlier, but I think you've just saved me from making so many mistakes. I saw mm-hmm. that Active Campaign had reposted another consultant story, mm-hmm. and I thought they haven't reposted my story because I don't have an Instagram account. So I need to have an Instagram account so that I can create stories so Active Campaign will repost them. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the specific language that you use to tell me not to <laughs> <laughs> But you just said, absolutely not. Just I'm not even entertaining this. That is, go back and think about what that's going to mean for you. You're already saying that you'll push for time and you're going to create stories for who? You don't have an audience are your target audience even on Instagram no so why are you trying to do that Mm -hmm. Uh, and and then the second one is definitely the network so I don't really have friends who run their own businesses so it's been amazing to meet a group of women we all have different businesses we all are from different walks of life but we're all doing it and it's been really inspiring and it's also great to have not just your eyes on my business but you know, 20, 30 eyes on my business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's been reassuring to see that many of the challenges, many of the little kind of quirks and sabotages that I have are normal. Mm-hmm. And that they, those other women have them too. I don't feel like I have to ask my husband for business advice. I don't have to ask random strangers on the internet mm-hmm. for business advice. And before working with you, that was kind of my go-to. Oh, do you think I can put my prices up? Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that, it, there was no context. There was no strategy behind my decision-making. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm coming from a place of 
making strategic decisions, but also from somebody who is not just a coach or a consultant, but is also running a really successful business and has been for a long period of time. Oh, I love it. I always love to hear good feedback, but I also love, you know, I'm always opening and I'm always saying to you guys, is there anything else I could do differently for you? Do you need me to take a different approach? Like what else do you need? Because I also... I'm not here just to make more money for me. I'm here to help you guys make more money, right? And so for me, it's also about always being able to ask those questions about criticism because there's always room to improvement. But a lot of people are driven by ego and won't ask those questions, right? Because they don't want their feelings to be hurt where I'm always like with you guys, anything else you need? How can I support you on this? You know, do you want me to take a different approach? So again, being open to that also. Now for those listeners sitting on the fence and wanting to work with me as a business consultant or someone else in general, what words of encouragement would you give them to take that leap to trust in themselves to trust in their business and hire a coach I would say what is the risk of not investing Mm -hmm. so if you think five years into the future and your business your revenue your personal situation was exactly the same as it is today Mm. do you feel disappointed and I feel like if there's a bit of oh well I thought I would be doing better by then or I thought I'd be making more money by then then that's your sign that you need to work with Ange the growth that I've seen in my business has really been significant. And I think it's because you've helped me to lay the foundations. You know, I've sorted out my pricing. My website looks great. My revenue in the first half of this year is higher than my revenue for the entirety of last year. Mm -hmm. See the growth, but I can also see that it's just the beginning. And for anyone who's saying, well, it's not just about revenue, I've also widened my network, I've worked on my mindset, I've grown my confidence as a business owner, and it's really been an invaluable experience. I know that had I not invested the money, the time, the risk to have a business coach, I would still be sat hitting refresh on Upwork, waiting for somebody to say that they needed an active campaign consultant. Whereas now I'm getting referrals. I'm a certified consultant and I'm on the active campaign website. So people are finding me directly. Mm -hmm. I have a website that I'm proud of that I didn't make by myself one afternoon on Squarespace. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have taken that leap without an element of having somebody there with me. And it didn't feel so scary. For those listeners out there that are like, well, that's fine, Deanna, you're now making 20K months, but you weren't making 20K months when you started, when you signed up with me, you were making $8,000 a month and you had to commit at that stage, I think it was $1,300 a month to work with me inside of the higher end action takers mastermind. That was a big portion of your money. And we talked about, you know, making sure that you still got enough money to live and to do all those things because I never want people to ever compromise their family when they work with me, right? But you knew deep down that that $1,300 a month was going to substantially change everything else for you. Do you you still believe that? 100%. I mean, that $8,000 that I was making per month wasn't even guaranteed because Mm -hmm. I had no consistent income it hadn't crossed my mind that oh Deanna you can put someone on a retainer and have that money come to you instantly one of the first things that you did when I started working with you is well we need to make sure that you're guaranteed that cash Mm -hmm. and I started to work on a retainer model so then I automatically had that safety net that Mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to pay myself I'm going to be able to pay Ange and after that 
I kind of then was starting to to make more money. And I mean, you look at that $1,300 that I was investing every month, mm. nothing else that I really needed. All I was doing was hoarding it for a rainy day mm. in case something bad were to happen. Mm. But it's reframing it. Well, what if something great happens? And now I, you know, I, every single time I see the little ComBank um, notification flash up, yeah. I used to have intense fear. Oh my gosh, who's taking money from me? Yeah. Now it's more often than not, you've just been paid. You've just been paid. And that gratitude that I have from having um, a consistent revenue has come from the work that we've done together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just, I just think whatever your revenue, you have to take. You have to take the leap. You have to be willing to show the universe that you're all in. And I think that when you hand over money, you're saying, yeah, I'm going to take this seriously. If this was a free program, I may not have shown up. But mm. guess what? You sh- you probably were sick of my face last year because I showed up to pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. And gosh, no, I'm not sick of it. And that's what I love, right, is that you were dedicated. You took action. You asked questions. You supported the other women in the group and vice versa. And like you said, you've just blossomed from strength to strength. And is that we all have more things that we get to learn. But just seeing you hit these 20K, and it's not just the revenue like you talked about, but it's like you've also been able to now buy your first home with your husband, Right. You are taking heaps of holidays, which then allows you just to kind of get back to a nice, calm baseline, right? Like, and this is what people forget. It's about when you make more money, money is just a tool. Anyone can make more money, but it's what, what will money allow you to have in your life that you don't currently have? And that's normally freedom, flexibility, time to spend with family, create long lasting memories, right? And time is the only thing we can't get back. So in my opinion, like even when I hire consultants for myself is like, what I get back from when I work with people is so much more than what I ever think I'm going to get back. Yes, it's revenue growth, but it's um, confidence, it's self-esteem, it's relationships. And sometimes for me, when I hire a consultant is, and, and even when I work with clients, is that when you stop working with a consultant, the growth still continues. And sometimes a consultant may have said to me, like, given me an idea, but I don't actually action that for four or five years after working with them. So I think it's also important for people to realize that when you hire a business consultant or coach, that sometimes you'll see immediate return on investment, but sometimes it's long-term investment and sometimes it's a combination. Definitely. Like when you think of last year, we spent a lot of money last year. Mm-hmm. to build the foundations. I started mm-hmm. working with you last year and my revenue didn't jump overnight. Mm-hmm. It took time. It took about six months of mindset coaching before I stopped saying, oh, well, I'm not going to make any money. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be successful. And that was impacting on my revenue. And then I, you know, in terms of profit, I didn't make a lot or any profit last year. But I've invested in a new website. I invested in a lot of stuff. So this year, the foundations are laid, my revenues increase, but my expenses are still relatively low. And it's now that I can reap the benefits of that profit because I put in the hard, the hard yards last year. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned something there too that I just want to talk about. It's like, uh, you know, I know you've had your biggest year in business yet, and it's only going to continue to go up. But besides the strategy and support, you mentioned the mindset, because in all of my programs, I also have a mindset coach that comes in um, in order to be able to work on that mindset component. And though I could do it, I choose to keep that as a separate person who comes in and that's their zone of genius. How have you found the mindset, uh, access to a mindset coach also valuable or not valuable for you during the last couple of years? 
It's been huge. It's it's a space that I hadn't really considered because I think coming from a corporate environment that they don't talk about mindset. So I didn't realize that I had imposter syndrome. I didn't realize that I had self-limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of money blocks and old money stories that were holding me back that I didn't realize. Um, it's not just about the strategy. And I realized that I was fully capable of holding myself back if I didn't do the consistent work. Mm-hmm. There was one session in particular that stuck with me. And it's something that I think about pretty much daily and it's the difference between having a a gap mentality and a gain mentality Mm. and when I look at my revenue month on month if I didn't hit my target my first thought is well that wasn't a successful month Mm. whereas now I'm trying to reframe it as wow last year in June I made eight thousand this year in June I'm on 19,000. It's not 20,000. I didn't hit my target, although I have a day to go. But actually reframing it makes me think, wow, look at the growth. I feel good about myself. This is is a positive thing. I'm vibrating in a positive frequency rather than, well, missed target again. Well, that sucks. What's the point? And little things like that, it's the things that I've learned in the mindset sessions come back to me daily weekly I have to keep reminding myself Mm. not to go back to the old way of thinking because it's really easy to do 100% and that's what I love is that again it's a muscle you just don't go to the gym and get a six-pack you go to the gym and you know hashtag yes life goals but you know I mean like we go there we do a little bit then we have to go back we've got to strengthen muscle and just like that's business we're continuing to have to strengthen our mindset, our strategy, what's going on in our home life too. Do you mean all of those things contribute to our success? It's just not one or the other. Now, what I can say is it's been an absolute delight being your business consultant inside of the mastermind over the last couple of years. And I cannot wait for all of us to get to Bali. Do you know what I mean? Because it's going to be absolutely amazing in October when all of us get to come together again live in our in-person event. But for those individuals who are needing a little bit of Deanna in their life and need help with active campaign and getting their funnels up and going, their emails up and going in order to make more money and leverage, do you know what I mean, their email list, where can people find you? Good question. So you will not find me on Instagram because <laughs> I didn't spend time investing in an Instagram channel, um, but you can find me over at noticeandco.com. Um, fun fact, I'm the only person in the world with my name. So if you Google it, you will definitely find me. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn, so you can send me a follow request on there as well. Dude, I love it. And my last question for you, my friend, is what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out in business? Um, two things come to mind. I think the first is charge your worth. Um, I did a lot of undercutting myself. I did a lot of, well, this is how long I think it's going to take me. So if if my hourly rate might be this, then I'll charge that. But then there's no room, there's no fat. There's no room for you to make any profit. Don't be afraid to increase your prices and charge what you're worth. And in doing so, you will attract the right type of clients for the mm. level of business that you're at. Um, and then the second one for anyone thinking about a team would be just don't be afraid to delegate I think quite often we start our businesses alone Mm. I outsourced finance because it's finance but everything else I did myself and then I started to feel busy and I was like well that's good busy is good busy means I'm working working hard means I'm doing something right Mm. and I was like I can't take a day off my business doesn't exist 
I was kind of clinging to the control and the almost like addiction of I have to be here because Mm -hmm. if I'm not here, this isn't real. And Mm -hmm. if this isn't real, then I don't have a job. And I think about 15 months in, I hired a VA, but it still took me probably about six months before I actually showed her anything. I had her there and I think I had her there um, to be like, oh, and I I am delegating. I am. Uh But I but I wasn't. And I made life a lot harder for myself. Mm. Now I've got a small team and I've realized that with support, your business will grow. I have taken probably too many days off this year and Mm. I've still got three holidays planned before the end of the year. And it's a blessing to know that my business still exists if I don't show up Mm. for work. And if I decide that I want to spend a day working on my business I still have a team that can make sure that my clients are okay. And I remember when we first started, I was like, all right, you know, you don't, you're like, I'm not getting a team. I'm not getting a team. And I was like, that's okay. I'm just going to plant the seed. And then I remember last week, I think it was, or a couple of weeks ago, you said, I don't know what I would do with Yvonne, that's your VA, if she just left. I don't know what I would do with that. Or like, And I said, oh, this is coming from someone who is so against getting a VA and delegating. But now that you've seen her in action and you're able to really think bigger picture, work on your business, I believe too, that's been a significant reason why it's the significant growth you've had from a revenue perspective was because you've been able to hand off things that do you know I mean had a less value, do you know I mean and a dollar value to someone else to do so that you could think of the bigger picture thinking. Would you agree? Oh, 100%. We're actually launching um, my active campaign starter course this week. Yeah. And Avon has dragged me to the finish line. She yeah. says, this, these are the things that you need to do. These are the things that you still need to do. She's just had an overall view of the project. So while I've been distracted with discovery calls and finishing big product projects, she really has her eye on the ball. Mm. And she, yeah, she's got great initiative. Yeah, she's fantastic. I couldn't live without her. So yes, yay. But again, but we don't know what we don't know. And it's little steps by little steps. And what I always say is never compare your chapter one to someone's chapter 30, right? So we've just had to keep looking at your business. What does it need now? What do we do? How do we adapt? Or how do we pivot? We just keep going. Business is always evolving. Business is always changing. And you've got to be open to that and know that, again, you've got to roll with the punches work on your mindset and keep moving forward. Listen, Deanna, as always, it's an absolute pleasure to be in your space. I have loved working with you and I love to keep, you know, we're going to continue working inside the mastermind and head to Bali together and stuff. So thank you for being a gem. Thank you for coming on the podcast and thank you for showing people, uh, what would I say, the platform of choice, in my opinion, which is active campaign, allowing businesses to really thrive and allow them their freedom and to allow them to work in their zone of genius when someone such as yourself can come in as an active campaign specialist. So if you do need an active campaign specialist or you're looking at wanting to change platforms, I strongly encourage you to head over to Deanna's website. We will make sure that we have all the links in the show notes where you can find those show notes at AngelaHenderson.com.au. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe on Spotify or Apple so you can be notified when our next podcast episodes come out. But for now, you're an amazing human. Have a brilliant day, no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to you joining me for another episode of the Angela Henderson Online Business Show. Thanks so much, Deanna. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, www.angelahenderson.com.au.